care and attention. The word meditation is related in English to the word medicine. And the prefix med implies care and attention. Care and attention. If you go for a checkup or you, you go to a hospital emergency room, what you want and need is someone to care for you. Now, there are different kinds of caring, aren't there? You know, there's superficial caring or there's the caring where you think that person really cares. They're not just doing their job, they care. And the difference between superficial care and serious personal care is attention. Does that person bring attention to the work of caring? And this applies, of course, to your work. When you're working on plans, when you're working on ideas, when you're making designs, it's not just doing the job superficially, it's caring with attention. And when we go to for medical treatment or we speak about our personal issues with others, what we need is not someone to solve the problems for us. Most problems can't be solved anyway. But what we really need is this quality of caring attention. And if we receive that, and you can't fake it, if you feel that you're receiving that from another person, that is immensely healing, empowering, and energizing, and liberating. We just need to feel this genuine caring attention. You could also call that love, but love is a, a loaded word. But it is actually a, a work of love as well. Meditation, then, is caring attention to oneself. First of all, many of you, very understandably and rightly, are struggling with the time you give to meditation. Seems a big mountain to climb. 20 minutes, oh, I can't do 20 minutes. Seven minutes. Okay, that's how we begin. But as you come to understand what the nature of the experience is, and that takes time and practice. When you understand the nature of this experience of meditation, you'll realize actually giving yourself those 20 minutes is the kindest, most caring, and most attentive thing you can do for yourself. And the fruit of that is going to be the care and attention you give to other people and to your work. It doesn't make you more self-centered. It makes you more selfless, more other-centered. That's the paradox of meditation. You're not focusing on yourself, indulging yourself. It's not feeding the ego. Quite the reverse. It's liberating yourself from the fears and desires of the ego and the illusions of the ego. Liberating yourself to live in reality. So think of this work of meditation as caring for yourself in the deepest, most serious and gentle way and learning to pay attention. Now, the paradox is that we are taking the attention off ourselves. Well, that's why it's challenging, because we are all, most of the time, thinking about ourselves. Thinking about our problems, thinking about our stress-related conditions of life, uh, the deadlines we've got to meet, uh, the personal relationships that are causing us trouble, the anxieties we have about uh, happiness or fulfillment, or the future, or our financial or medical problems, whatever. So, most of the time, the attention is on ourselves or upon these aspects of ourselves. Now in meditation, we take the attention off all of that. 
Meditation is radically simple. It's radically other-centered. But it's liberating. It liberates you from this being in the orbit of the ego the whole time. If you're in the orbit of the ego the whole time, we are condemning ourselves to suffering and to sadness and to a sense of frustration and to a sense of isolation. You know, if we're stuck in the ego, that's how we are. The ego has a good purpose. Of course, the ego is necessary. The ego needs to be in its place, not the boss. Just as an egotistical boss is a bad boss, so if the ego is your boss, then you are not a happy camper. So the work of meditation then, and it is a work, think of it as a work, not as an indulgence. It's the most caring and attentive thing you can do to yourself. It is really a way of loving yourself. But it is also about taking the attention off yourself.